It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Man sets world record as he stuffs 255 peeps in his mouth. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. News is brought to you by Western Governors University. Well, we are going to start this with a little round of old blood, new blood. I know Slim did it earlier, and I just thought, hey, why not continue a theme today? And we'll see if we can keep this old blood theme going all day long. There is someone new. Well, she's not new, but she's young blood for sure. Her name is Taylor Swift. She is now tied with Michael Jackson for the total number of weeks at number one on the Billboard 200 album charts. So she now ties Michael Jackson, and she will then soon be moving ahead of him because this just in, he's not able to make any new music and have any albums go on the charts. Well, careful, Kevin. Sometimes they do that posthumous album. You're right. You are right. He can still do that. What you're saying, but she's got a better shot, I think, of uh, yeah, beating him. Correct. So here's the deal: her album, her albums have all been on for a total of 51 weeks in the top spot on the Billboard Top 200 Albums charts, which place her alongside Michael Jackson for fourth most ever. Now it's time to test your musical nugget. Who's the middle blood and old blood that has her beat so far? Who is she chasing? What artists are she chasing for the most weeks at number one on the Billboard album charts? Man, okay, I've got some guesses. Yeah, okay, I have. I'm going to say Beyonce. I have one guess. I will tell you, Beyonce, too new a blood. She is not on the list. Taylor Swift is the only real, actual new artist. The one I'm calling middle blood would probably be considered old blood. Okay. But just not as old as the other blood. I mean, yeah. I was going to guess Garth. Jay, do it. Garth. There it is. Garth Brooks is the, her next victim. Garth Brooks is at 52 weeks at number one. Oh, wow. So she is just one week behind Garth. No, Garth, Wait, was obviously. he the old blood or was he the middle blood? He's the middle blood. He's the middle blood. Ooh, okay. okay. Yep. So, so the other back. two are Frank older. Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Frank Sinatra did not make it. Uh, not enough Uncle albums. Bing. Uncle Bing is good. Uncle Bing, not that old blood. Somebody on the text line just guessed Johnny Cash. Oh, Okay. Johnny Cash, man, I wish I had a full list of this to see where Johnny Cash and these people stack up, but I don't have all the results. I just have, you know, the top where she's battling I mean, now. I feel like there's only, I mean, it's not country, I'm guessing. I'm good to, you know, there is one is, huge name that might have had an album or a movie or some other things. Like Elton Elvis? John. I was thinking of Elvis, but I don't know if he had enough music. Elvis Presley. 67 weeks at number one. Wow. He is number two on the list. So it goes, you know, Taylor Swift, Michael Jackson, tied for fourth, then Garth Brooks at third, Elvis Presley at number two, with, you know, 15 weeks more than Garth. So she's got some work to catch him. And then number one, with an amazing 132 weeks. She's... Not even halfway there. 
Is it a the group? Beatles. Okay. The Beatles. One hundred and thirty-two weeks at number one. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. That's Is that a record Taylor Swift can break? One hundred and thirty-two. No. Well, she's young. I mean, she's so young. You look at these other names, and you realize, okay, well, Garth, fifty-two. You're not going to get there, Garth. You broke so many records, but yeah. I don't think he's going to get. Probably done. You know, maybe a couple, maybe. But I don't think he's not going to like pile on. Yeah, and it has to be number one on the Billboard album charts. I mean, that's tough. Now, the good thing is sometimes those albums will camp out there for a while. For sure. Taylor's in her 30s now. So, I mean, but she's still got all of her 30s -hmm. to get to double down on what she did in her 20s. Is she in it for like, do you think she'll be the person, though, Slim, who goes, you know what? I'm 36. I'm tired of this. I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to take a decade off. I'm going to do a Garth and take a decade off. Or I feel maybe like I could just see stop. it. I, could, I feel like I could see it. Yeah, if she too. has kids, I really I could see that too. Like if she has kids, you know, gets married, has kids, and uh, I could definitely see her taking a break. Because you know she's not she's going to be in a spot where she can certainly do that. Yeah, she can kind of just, afford to quit whenever she wants. Right? Yeah. Taylor Her Swift, new album's really had, good. Has she even had a relationship? Really, like a serious relationship? Jake Gyllenhaal. For how long, son? Not long, Kev. Okay, that's what I'm, I mean. <laughs> has she ever had one? Maybe she has that we don't know about, but like, I can't think of her like she's thirty years old, and I can't think of a relationship more than, you know, just a quick celebrity one like that. That's kind of weird. I mean, she dated Joe Jonas for three months. That three seems, months. That okay, like that's a long good. Time. What about that? Huh. It's just interesting. It will Taylor Swift ever. Find Mayer, love and John have a Mayer baby. for half a year. Yeah. Yeah, see, those are not very long. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal from October 2010 to March 2011, so six months. Not bad for her. That's pretty good. That'll be interesting. And maybe she's just so obsessed with her music and doing all that stuff and successful with it and happy. She has cats, right? She has cats. Yeah. Yep. Well, she's set up then. <laughs> She's on her way. Taylor Lautner for three months. That was a big one. Right mm-hmm. in the right in peak Taylor Lautner years too. Yeah. Oh, he's the uh, Twilight guy, right? Yeah. He was the werewolf. What's he up to nowadays? You talk about a guy that was just red hot. That you heard his name everywhere. He was dating Taylor Swift. That proves you're red hot. And then, yeah, I haven't heard his name for a couple years. I feel like Zach Efron for a month. She did I, not date Zach that's Efron. That's the best. That's February, the best she's done. February 2012 to March 2012. Yes, I have an entire list. You're welcome. It says here that Taylor Swift is currently dating someone and has been dating them since May 2017, but I don't know if that's true at all. Hmm. Let's do a little. Let's do my oh, favorite so she's, Google search. Is Taylor Swift dating? These are always accurate. <laughs> okay. Taylor Swift well, and Joe <laughs> Alwyn have been dating for four years. No. Oh, jeez. Really? Yep. Wow. I don't know that person. And maybe that's why. Maybe she finally went non-celebrity yeah. and it's actually working out. Well, good for her. If she's got four years, we could be getting close to this thing where she decides to have kids and she shuts her down for a while. But I I, I got to think she's got a pretty good shot at breaking the Beatles record, which is crazy to think. He's a good-looking dude. This guy's a good-looking dude. I, I'm Team Taylor and Joe. Team Taylor and Joe big time. And judging by the fact that like her last two albums – 
came out while dating him, and they were really, really good. Like, I hope she keeps dating Maybe. him and keeps making those albums yeah. over and over and over. Could be in a good yeah. spot, yeah. All right, well, well, very interesting. We'll see how that goes. Congratulations she's gonna to catch Taylor. Him. She's going to catch him. I'm betting on Taylor. You're I'm bet. betting on Taylor to, to take over from the Beatles. Wow. Story number two. Just a crazy amount to think about. 132 weeks. Uh, do you guys know anybody in your personal life that has a birthday today? Because if they do, I want to find out if this theory I have holds true. Mm, I don't aunt think Jen. so. Oh, really? Who is Happy it? birthday, Aunt Jen. Your Aunt Jen? Yes, yes, sir. Okay. Well, is Aunt Jen rich? She's rich with love. <laughs> She's one of she, the happiest, nicest people I know in my entire okay. life. So I'm going to say she's rich. Got it. With love. Is she, is she wildly successful? Sure. Yeah. She's wildly successful. Okay. I think she's retired. Well, that's then she is successful. That's for sure. If you get to retire, then you're successful. Because uh, here's what I thought. Today's birthday, it just, the three birthdays that are today for celebrities, I thought, wow, these people are all really rich and really successful. Rush Limbaugh turned 70, Howard Stern, 67, and Jeff Bezos, 57. Second richest man in the world. Oh, that's, he lost that title, didn't he? He did, over the break. You don't think he's just going to sit back and take that, do you? <laughs> he's absolutely angry. He, all he has to do is say, <laughs> cute, Elon Musk, cute. I am raising the price of Amazon Prime by one dollar per year for every person. And then every person who has it, one dollar, and he, all of a sudden he's like, look, now I have another hundred billion. Ha ha ha. I feel like he has the ultimate ability to just make any more money that he wants. How close yeah. is it? Do you know? I didn't see how close it was, Kev, but I still don't understand how Elon Musk has all his money. That's what I was just going to ask. What did Elon Musk do him richer? I mean, he's got Tesla, and he's got SpaceX. I understand that Tesla makes money, but it doesn't seem like it would make Amazon money, and no. I don't understand how space at all makes any money. Right. Yeah, that one just seems like it costs money, right? Yeah. Sending people to space? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, unless I he went people... up there and found, like, some secret gold, and he's got an entire secret gold mine on some other planet or moon. He's harvesting money up there somehow. Yeah, and he's bringing it back in these spaceships, and he's got just a ton of gold from Uranus or something. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. What percent of people do you think have their birth certificate readily available? Kevin James. I had to reorder mine at one point, okay, and I think I'm using go. the wrong words. I don't know if you just order it, but... How you know, heavy was it to ship that Oh, God, stuff? dude. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. We got dog problems, Kevin. Good morning, guys. Help me figure out what to do with my girlfriend and her dog. I'll admit, I'm not the biggest dog person, but I've been around them before and done just fine. The problem is... My girlfriend's dog is out of control and not well-behaved at all. I screwed up and accepted it for a long time, but we've been dating over a year now and I just can't take it. I tell her she needs to work on breaking his habits, and she says his behavior is not that bad. I'm just not a dog person. 
I promise that's not the case. I sure don't want a dog to come between us, but it's to the point I don't really enjoy being at her house because of him constantly causing issues. Is there anything I can do to try to get her to see that things need to change? Thanks, Alex. All right, well, uh, 434-8623 on the Hazard FabWorks text line or 4410999, or you can comment on our Facebook page, Jay and Kevin Show. I almost feel like telling somebody that their dog is bad-behaved is worse than telling them their kid is bad-behaved. I feel like people always want to fix the kid, right? Like, oh, yeah, if he's acting up, let me know because we'll try to, you know, we'll try to take care of it. But then with a dog, if you tell somebody their dog is bad, it's almost like, oh, don't you dare. I mean, it kind of goes with anything like, you know, hey, my car might be a piece of junk, but I can call it that. You can't say, you know, it's like, I mean, yeah. Slim, you were probably the newest to this. Imagine you and Anna are dating and you tell her, hey, your dog's kind of a pile. You should probably try to train it. I don't know that that's going to go well. No, it's going to go very poorly. It's going to be the last one of the last texts or calls that I make. <laughs> At least to that number. Yeah. There, <laughs> there are a lot of people saying that if you're not, he's not the biggest dog person, and she obviously is a huge dog person, that they're like, you're just not compatible. Like, well, you just need to go, which is a weird thing. I don't know that that's true thing. either, though. Slim used to claim to not be a dog person. That's true. Yeah, not at all. And now I I can't get enough of our dog. Like, I just, I love, love, love our dog. And I, you're right, Jay. Four years ago, I was not a dog person at all. Yeah, you definitely completely did a 180 on the whole dog thing. Now, that yeah, now might I'm, be because, I mean, who knows why? I mean, obviously, maybe because you loved Anna enough that you were willing to be flexible or maybe Jovi's just a great dog, you know, or the combination who helpful. Yeah. You know, I think it, I think it does help that the dog is like how the dog is right. It's, this dog Certainly. doesn't jump up on people. It doesn't shed. So like if it, if it was the opposite and this dog jumped on me all the time and it was shedding and I, I went into the, the relationship knowing that stuff, I would be, it would have been worse. It would have gone worse. Cause I can't put up, I wouldn't have been able to put up with that before I knew much about dogs but I was eased into it. Yeah. Yeah. And and you got, like you said, you got the right dog with the right girl. It all worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Where, and, and he said, Alex says, I screwed up and accepted it for a long time. And you know how that, when you're well, first dude, in a relationship, in of course, year, you, you probably, yeah. yeah. And it sounds, who knows how long he's been upset, but he's, he's at his breaking point where it's like, we got to do something different with this dog. Uh, a suggestion from Haley, who is a dog lover and a very reasonable dog owner says that, my suggestion would be you just volunteer and you go take the dog to obedience training and like like do some stuff where you and the dog make a connection. First of all, it shows her that you're willing to to do something and it also allows you know the dog to learn that you're kind of in charge of it and yeah. hopefully it'll start to act better. Now, the problem is she may not enforce that behavior, but maybe when you're around you can at least have it be better behaved. Yeah, it's worth a shot. It's worth yeah. If you if the relationship is worth the shot, then maybe it's worth it for him to try to do something to help with the dog. If yeah. Adam a, says if she doesn't take, want it though, you're you know then I know that is that tough. Hand is dealt. You you might just you might be getting to the end of things. Uh, Adam says, take her to obedience training. <laughs> you talking about the the, the girlfriend? I, I'm assuming that's what he means, and I don't know that that's the best idea either. There, bud. <laughs> John said on the text line, you want us to come over and shoot her? <laughs> it's tough. Pass. And there is really no, uh, if she doesn't think the dog is being bad, I, yeah. you're not going to change your mind on that, I don't think, right? 
you're just going to have to try to do things to try to make your relationship with the dog better. I do like that from Haley, you know, saying that you try to step in and do the obedience and see if she, and if she won't let you take your dog and her dog and do that, that that would be kind of weird. Yeah. I think he's going to have to be the one to make the adjustments, whether it's helping with the dog to become better behaved or he's just going to have to tolerate it. She seems like she doesn't want to change anything. The dog won't change it if, if, the owner doesn't want to change it. And do we all know somebody's don't house themselves. that you go to that has a dog that's annoying? It's hard, yes, right? Yes, mine. Yes. Oh, no, it's yours. Just because it's a puppy, right, Jay? Yeah, the the middle puppy is so puppy, but she's also like 75 pounds and just, you know, and it's not like oh, she yeah. jumps. She doesn't jump up and she doesn't, you know, it doesn't do any of that stuff, but she just gets so excited and wants to play 24-7. And you're like, you're a 75-pound dog. You can't sit on my lap when I'm on the ground like that. And well, then get off the ground. Yeah, but that's well, when I'm playing with her. And, oh, boy. And like a big dog. And my brother's dog, well-behaved too, but was a puppy. And for a while it was, again, just the same thing, that excitement. And I always felt bad when the girls would go there because. You got to be careful, yeah. The dog's in there. In their face, because it's a big dog, too, just like your dog, where it's like there. And they're trying, but there's times where, you know, they don't want the dog in their face. And their yeah. dog, sure. they yeah, love Yeah, well, in dogs. your eye level. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's just, he, the dog can't help it. They can't help it. And it's just like, oh, man, this is a bad combo. But uh, settle down now that he's not a puppy. Sure, but, yeah. Uh, it's just like, man, that is a tough thing. So I get why he can probably be a little annoyed with the girlfriend's dog. but And it sounds like maybe he has less patience. Yeah, and you maybe waited too long. Yeah, <laughs> maybe for sure. Right? Yeah, now a you're a year in. You're kind of in trouble, bud. Yeah, that's a like, month. That's a month thing, not a or a weeks thing, not a year thing. Yeah, that's kind of on him. Yeah, and like you said, I I made a mistake and I accepted it too long. Yeah, well, now you've got to have to dig out of this mistake. There's probably not a lot of changing her mind. It's going to have to be you changing the way you do things. Yep. Yep. For sure. Uh, Wendy said this on Facebook, and now is in a bunch of Facebook fights. Open the door and let him run away. Oh. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Growing up, all I ever knew was Tabasco and didn't know there was any other. And then realized, oh, there's 800 million different kinds. Kevin James. Once someone made the first bottle of hot sauce, it spread like fire. See, hot sauce. I get what you did. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Kevin, did you finish Cobra Kai? That's the question. Did you, I mean, you were all the way to the end there. No, I am at the moment oh. of anxiousness. I finished episode nine last night, and it was that decision to do I go with the final episode or do I put it off and just do one a day like I've been trying to do. And it's so hard to do, but I have done it. I've just done one a day. And today will be the day that I get to watch the final episode of season three of Cobra Kai. Yes. And last night, I just had that weird feeling. First of all, I don't want it to be over. So right. I'm glad I put it off. Yeah, that, that I get part that just feeling. stinks, man, because I'm like, yes. I know when this is over, I'm not going to get to see the rest of the story with Cobra Kai. You got a long wait. Until the end of this year or early next year is what they're saying. Yeah. So that's a long time to wait. Yeah, it is. And so I just have like that anxiety. And then. Like last night's episode, the episode nine, it was good, but I'm like, there, they didn't wrap up, they didn't put a bow on anything in episode nine. A lot of work nine. to do in that last episode. There is episode. a lot to do in episode ten, and it's only forty eight minutes, so it's like there's no way they're gonna get it all covered. Are I'm you worried to, you'll be disappointed? A little bit that I just, 
or at least what's going to happen is going to leave me with a lot of questions mm-hmm. going into next season. Now, there is the good thing. There is another season. So we're not at like an ending point. Like where some shows, you get to the end, yeah, and they just leave you like, oh, I've invested all this time in this series, and then that was it. Like that was one of the things I was happiest with. My favorite show ever, Friday Night Lights. The ending of that show, they nailed. They did. They did. They You're did right what they could that. with it. They really did a good job of just wrapping it up uh, with some great emotional stuff and some good laughs, and it just left you happy. It left you There's a with lot everything. There's a lot of pressure on some of those long-running series. Yeah. I mean, I know Slim has one of his all-times that disappointed him greatly. Lost was the worst ending to a series ever. Ever. I, that was <laughs> my favorite show. I loved Lost. And if you're a Lost fan, you right now are, are applauding in your car. There's not a person who's a Lost fan who's like, no, you're wrong. It was the worst ending. And that show was brilliant because they were peak internet, wild internet, wild west, where they were hiding things in the show that you would then find online. You know, they send you to oh, websites. So fun. while you waited for the next week's episode, you were online and trying to find hidden secrets. It was That show was great. And then they just took a big poo-poo on the last <laughs> season and a half of the show and just said, yeah, we didn't know what we were doing. So now heck? we're just going to make it real weird. Yeah, that's a bummer because what was it? How many seasons was it? Boy, six, maybe six seasons oh, yeah, of Lost. That's, that's a long time to not have a, a great conclusion. And you know, and it's mid-2000s, it, so it's like 20-episode seasons oh, with hour-long episodes. Yeah. And is it everybody agrees with that, Slim? Is it kind of like a consensus, like, that was a terrible ending? Oh, yeah. Oh, without okay. a doubt. that's Because that's, I know, like, The Sopranos is one that people say, some people say, no, it was really a brilliant ending, and other people say, no, it was the worst ending. Right. So there's, like, that fight of what it was, but everybody agrees Lost was terrible. Terrible. Terrible ending. And the people who say it's great, they are just way outside the box thinkers, and I can never, I will never be on the same level mentally with them. I'm going to say... Potty's Creek, that show had a fantastic last season. Oh, did, they, okay. just, they just leaned all the way into everything that made them good, didn't try to get too creative, too tricky. Mm-hmm. They just said, here's what makes us good. Let's just wrap it up, and let's wrap it up the way you all want it to be wrapped up as opposed to getting that one thing where someone's like, oh, well, we think you think you want it to end this way, but we're going to try something different. Right. They were like, no, this is just what you want. Let's do it. Do you like the things where they leave you – uh, I think it's the movie Castaway, where the ending, they just like leave it up in the air to where you have to decide your ending. And your ending can no. be totally different than someone else's ending. No, the movie Inception does that, where it's the spinning top. Yeah. At the end, and they're like, it, did it keep spinning or did it fall over? What, yeah. what layer of dream are they in right now? And I thought, no, I don't want that. I I want you to tell me, writer of the of the show... Do the I want you to do the legwork. I just paid ten dollars to come watch it. <laughs> I didn't pay ten dollars for me to come figure out how to finish your movie for you. Although yeah. a movie you're invested for an hour and a half, these series you're invested oh. for six years. So it's yes. I feel like it's way worse for TV and Slim. It is. Yes, it is. Lost is on the list. I just Googled of the worst endings ever, along with uh, How I Met Your Mother. Dexter. Terrible. How I Met Your Mother was an absolutely terrible ending to an amazing series. Uh, Seinfeld is on the list. Game of oh, Thrones. Oh, the worst ones. Yeah. Really? yeah. Game of Thrones last season was just a nightmare. Just terrible. Everything good about that show. And they, I, that's another one where I think the writers got, they lost, they lost it. They couldn't, they couldn't bring it back in. They couldn't reel it back in. 
Yeah, that's I guys, you only gotta come up with an ending. Let's just figure it out. And I think sometimes they try to get too creative because people now with the internet, they guess the ending, right? Yeah, so they're right, everyone's yeah. like, Well, this is how it's gonna end and the writers see that and go, Well, hang on, we can't just let, you know, ran, random denarius boy nineteen ninety five guess the ending to our show. Right. On some right, forum. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, have somebody to be guessed smarter it, so now we're that. gonna change it. Yeah. yeah. By, uh, on the other hand, the good endings, according to this website, are Parks and Rec, Friends, The Office, Breaking Bad, all with uh, what's considered great uh, series finales. So, Kevin, yeah, Breaking we, Bad was good. we keep our fingers crossed that, you know, the Cobra Kai finale is good. Yeah, gonna... and, and certainly, the, you know, for this season, it sounds like it's awesome because it's a bunch of cliffhangers. Yeah, I, I've just sure. heard people say, I've watched it like three times because I'm just trying to wrap my head around everything that happened. And so it's... It's one of those, I know it's going to be a good one, and I'm glad it's just not the series finale. Right, yet. yeah, exactly. Thank goodness. Well, uh, I'm not ready for it to be done. I'm just Kevin, falling in love with it. Rank the seasons for me right now. Three seasons of Cobra Kai. You are one episode away from finishing season three. Rank them. Ooh, wow. Um, I think I'm going to go one, three, two. Yeah. You're okay. probably right. That's that's good. That's okay. good. One is really good. Have you seen a lot of season three? I so, have. Yes, I have. Okay, you did watch it. Did you watch the finale? I did. Oh, How which is why I asked don't. you. Which is why I asked you if you've watched it yet. It's longer, <laughs> oh. but I'm I'm I just I, here's the deal. I am someone who says nothing about it. It's that way with sports too. Yeah, yeah that's where perfect. someone goes. Hey, have you watched the Tags game? No, I recorded it, and I go ooh. Baby. No, it's like, that's could ooh baby me? Like, I don't want to know anything. I don't yep. want to hear a single word out of your mouth. Yes, you should be expressionless and and yeah. completely, you know, so if I look at you, I can't tell good or bad. You need totally. to have a Bill Belichick face. Totally. Just straight-faced, look like you're angry, and you're like, I don't know how to read that. 